Your inner geek wants to come out and play. But where to go? Join Vernon Wells, the ultimate club where you and your fellow geeks can hang out, play games, and just nerd out 24-7. Whether you love RPGs, video games, or are just a major fan of sci-fi and geek culture, Vernon Wells has something for everyone. Let your geek flag fly at Vernon Wells. Sign up today and see for yourself. VNW.club. That's VNW.club. Ladies, gentlemen, geeks of all ages, you are now entering BJ Shea's Geek Nation. Welcome. Yes, welcome to BJ Shea's Geek Nation. I am the Reverend in Fuego. Across from me is Vicky Barcelona. Hello. We've got the show's namesake, BJ Shea. I am still here. Congratulations. Thank you, buddy. And running the boards is Joey D's. Ohio. Joey <laughs> On today's show, we will talk television. Yeah. We will talk series on the internet and Kickstarters helping out some amazing Journey quests. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, that was a tease that we did last episode. It's true. It now was. Now the full interview. You tease. Joey will give us a bit of a game review. Oh. And of course, the Geek Sheet with Vicky B. Vicky, how can people get a hold of us? Get a hold of us via our website, bjgeeknation.com, because it's going to have all our podcast blogs and more. Oh. Or just BJ Geek Nation, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, uh, radio.com app, and iTunes. For more. Awesome. Yes, and always with that more. But we need to get to our guest right now because we've got a special person on again to talk about a journey quest. With us today is a man who created something, BJ, that you just binged uh, just like, what, in like two days? Yeah, I went a little crazy. <laughs> I uh, love this, man. I went a little crazy because I, I I had seen it a couple times, you know, show up on my Prime, and I was like, I, what is this journey quest? And then all of a sudden you said, hey, we're going to interview the guys who are trying to kickstart season four. And I'm like, all right, well, it already. <laughs> let me see what it's about. Next thing you know, uh, my, I told my family, yeah, I'm not going to, don't bother talking to me today. <laughs> so with us today, we've got Ben. Ben Dobbins, the CEO of Zombie Orpheus, uh, to talk about Journey Quest. And Ben, uh, what do you tell people about Journey Quest? Because it seems to be much more than just a fantasy series. That's exactly it. You know, we started off wanting to tell a kind of story that Hollywood couldn't do, that spoke directly to people who loved fantasy, who loved comedy, people who uh, enjoyed tabletop role-playing games. And we quickly realized that there was so much excitement in fandom for shows where people could feel ownership and feel empowered because we'd just gone through Firefly getting canceled and we went through Jericho getting canceled and Veronica Mars. And we watched (laughs) all these people trying desperately to save these shows and the networks didn't care. So our big idea was let's make the kind of show that people are asking for and then empower the fans to support it directly. And we've been doing that for nine years now. That is amazing that you've been doing it for nine years. Like it's it's one of those undertakings that is really it calls to the heart and the fact that you guys love what you're doing to put it out there. Yeah, I mean, no no person without the passion for this would put up with all of the pain and trouble that goes into keeping it going. Oh, it's so true, Ben. And I, what I'm impressed with is that for the most part, like all of the actors that started on uh, nine years ago are there. Now, granted, Nara changed her hair recently, but most of the actors, uh, you know, stayed. And I think that's a, that's a hell of a thing because it's got to be a passion project in order to maintain this. And for a person like myself, I'm like, yes, I want season four. I, I mean, it, it, it cliff hung like a mother on season three. <laughs> right. 
No, well, and and so much of it is that you know, because we give it away for free, because we let people remix it, um, because everything we do is about creating community. It's not just community within the fandom. It's a community with our cast. It's a community with our crew. It's a community with our creators. And we all have the sense of being in this together creating something that's amazing it's not like here's a paycheck and then walk away it's we you know it's become a passion and it's for everybody and this what we're talking about is the season four for journey quest the kickstarter is going right now until july 12th and you can go to the kickstarter just search for it or it's really simple you can go to our facebook page because we've got links or renewedjourneyquest.com will get you right to it uh, what are you guys what are you telling people about this upcoming season that you guys want to put out there for sure you know, this, this season is a big leap forward for us. Uh, I moved up to Canada a few years ago uh, with my family, <laughs> and we realized that, uh, you know, as much as we love shooting in Washington State, we can double our budget if we go up to Canada. And yeah. this season, oh, wow. we didn't know we didn't know how to pull it off because we have orcs and more orcs <laughs> and dozens of orcs at an orcish war camp, and. Uh, so we're planning and working on kind of being able to do a combination Washington State Canadian production that will shoot part in both places and allow us to tell the story that Matt Vansell, the creator of Journey Quest, has written. And yeah, and the story really, it's, 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 whatever it might, it's so funny. It reminds me, since you're up in Canada, it reminds me of a semi, I mean, it's in a, a fantasy version of one of my favorite Canadian shows, which is Lex, where you have the bumbling protagonist <laughs> who has all the power and then just the people that are with him as he's traveling around on, on the giant big ship Lex, which uh, only Stanley, this bloody janitor, had the key to. And it basically was one of the most destructive ships in the galaxy, could destroy planets. And I think, of course, you know, with the sort of fighting and with Perf having that, it was so like, oh, it warmed my heart. It's like, I love Lex, and I love that we have a semi-sort of fantasy version, even though there's a lot of differences in uh, Journey Quest. But I just, it felt like a nice homage, that whole dynamic. Well, I, I think we're still looking for the best way to make uh, an homage specifically to the Brunin G. But I will tell you that Matt Vansel, uh, uh, the creative Journey Quest, is a huge Lex fan, as am I. Yeah, so, uh, I yeah. love that comparison. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I leave the fact that we have an undead character and the fact that we have, you know, this bumbling idiot with the big power. I'm glad, you know, it makes sense because, I mean, I love Lex, too. And so I, 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 I think this show is in great hands with people who love that show. And, with, and I am really amazed at the quality of acting as well as special effects and cinematography that you guys are able to pull off with, with what you do with Journey Quest. I mean, I, you know, I've watched a lot of fan fiction and stuff and I thought all right you know you you expect a little bit of a, a, you know a, a lower situation because look who's getting paid whatever mm -hmm. you and boy what you guys put on the screen uh, all of it is brilliant and, and, and I mean even Fran Kranz who I've seen in other stuff he must be a big big fan of what you're doing because he's good I mean I've seen him in other stuff he's really good mm -hmm. You know, we loved him in Dollhouse, uh, loved him in Cabin in the Woods, and it was such a such an exciting moment when he came on board. And we learned so much from working with him. But I, I really have to shout out for the Seattle casts and crew uh, yeah. who make this possible. You know, there is so much yeah. talent in Seattle and the Puget Sound area, and uh, I, I would absolutely encourage people not to think about us as a second-rate kind of city because this is the kind of work 
that Seattle can put out when given half a chance. You're absolutely right. It, 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 it was brilliant. I mean, and, and I, I recognize some of the locations. I thought, you know, I'm like, whoa, this really looks like Washington State. You're right, man. We've got some quality talent. And yeah, so this is Journey Quest Season 4, trying to make it happen on Kickstarter. Go to RenewJourneyQuest.com to get all the information to help back this and make it happen. And you guys have put out not only quality stuff with Journey Quest, but in the past, these crews have done stuff with like the Gamers, which was one of my favorite mm-hmm. series as well. So you guys have been putting out tons of fun stuff out there with that nerdy Ben. So people can also find more information by checking out Zombie Orpheus online on all the social media and on the website as well. Like, I, I'm seriously like, this is some great, fun, nerdy stuff that you're just making on the outskirts, but still high quality products. So seriously, man, thank you so much for putting it out there, dude. I, you know, this is exactly why we do it because it speaks to people and because we're fan supported, it allows us to give it away. I don't know if, if, if you're aware, we let people take this, share it, pirate it, remix it, tell their own stories. There's a way for people's own stories to become a canon part of these worlds. And that's because we've taken the traditional rules, ignored them, and said, what can we do together on a worldwide basis? And, uh, and it's just so exciting. I would also say uh, we now have our own streaming platform, the Fantasy Network, available online at thefantasy.network. Nice. And you can watch almost all of these shows, plus shows from other creators around the world doing similar work for free. Wow, that's amazing. So if people want to get their work out there, maybe they should contact you about getting on the Fantasy Network as well, right? That's exactly it. You know, we've we've partnered with other indie fantasy creators around the world to empower our audience and empower ourselves to tell our stories without having to go through the big places. So uh, this really is becoming a worldwide effort to replicate these models and to see what we can accomplish together. And Journey Quest Season 4 right now on Kickstarter. So, uh, you know, you really want to get out there and support this. Now, for the folks that are listening that are very familiar, can you tell you, you kind of told us there's going to be a lot of orcs in Season 4. It ended where with the, uh, the guy that we thought was going to be the guy, the retro cast, the, the retro casting magic man, uh, he looks like he's dead. And he looks like the pale lady is going to have conversations. Can you tell us anything at all? We'll wet our whistles. We don't want spoilers, <laughs> but we sure want to be teased a little bit. What can you tell us? Well, you know, after the credits, we saw the uh, our protagonist uh, seeing the pale lady, seeing death, and running away from her. Yes. And from there, uh, I, I think we can we can make some assumptions about what might happen yeah. uh, and where we might see him. He just leveled up, Rev. He went from a yellow robe, which is which I love about this because you you see Gandalf the Gray go to yeah. Gandalf the White. Yeah. He goes from perf the yellow to perf the orange. You know I mean? I am, it's like a black belt in karate. I don't know how far he's got to go to get to gray, but I feel like it's a long way. Uh, and it's like he just leveled up, and he, now he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> well, as long as you run away, I think it works out. And I feel yeah. like uh, that's a, a very good, consistent thing that everybody who's ever played any D&D campaign can go along with. That, that's exactly it. You know, if you can keep one step ahead of death, who knows what's possible? Well, it is a, I, I, it's really quality work, man. And, and I appreciate your shout out to Washington because we got a lot of talented folks out here. And again, Journey Quest 4. Search for it on Kickstarter. You'll see it on our Facebook page, the BJ Shea Geek Nation Facebook page. Ben, so good talking with you, man. Yeah, it's been a real pleasure. And thank you for everything that you do, uh, building community and getting the word out uh, within our region. It's hugely appreciated. Our pleasure. Take care, Ben. 
All right, you too. Bye-bye. Thanks so much, Ben. And again, RenewedJourneyQuest.com or just go to our Facebook page. We've been posting it there. Yeah, Amazon Prime did a great job because they're, they're like maybe 10-minute episodes. Yeah. And they, what they did is they just mashed them all together into a movie for each season. Nice. So you just sit there. I remember there. they did that back in the day with the Guild. Yes. Yeah, so and that's a good way to see them all. It's awesome. And uh, it's it's really well done. I, 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 I know I said it a lot in the interview. So well done. Pretty much done here in Washington State, even though now season four is going to be up in Canada. But that's cool. Double the budget. I can't wait to see what's going to come out of that. Gosh, yeah, right? Amazon uh, Prime is kicking it out. Or kicking. Yeah. Knocking it out of the park. <laughs> and kicking it out <laughs> of the park. Kicking the soccer too. ball out maybe, of the park. Yeah, or maybe they're playing kickball. Yeah. yeah like Good Omens was amazing. <laughs> uh, now, moving on from that other television talk, uh, how far have you guys gotten into Jessica Jones season three? Took me like four days, but I'm done. She's Congratulations. Done. Yeah, I've, I'm on episode two. Uh, we just wrapped up episode two, and I was telling Vicky, of course, this is what the Netflix shows always do to you, is that they give you a great cliffhanger, and it was a great way to start off uh, in episode one. Spoiler alert if you haven't seen it, but Jessica actually gets uh, sent to the hospital. She has a serious injury. Oh. And you're like, okay, they won't. Well, my, my daughter and I are like, all right, we were going to go to bed, but I think we can squeeze out another hour. Let's watch episode two. And of course... Really nothing about Jessica in the hospital. And you're like, fine, yeah. now I'm going to bed. Uh, <laughs> that, that's basically every single Netflix yeah. show. Whether it's Orange is the New Black or any Marvel show, it's like, damn it, I want to sleep. I actually didn't go to bed until like 11-something last night finishing Jessica Jones. I am, I am very confused <laughs> as to what the hell is, is completely going on. And I don't know if it changes or... It uh, does. Uh, here's what, the, the thing is this, is that one of the characters uh, f- you know, at the end of the season, last Jessica Jones, was yeah. Trish, Trish Walker, the, the talk show friend mm-hmm. of Jessica, mm-hmm. who was Fire. her sister growing up yeah see here's the thing I don't know much about Firecat, though I suspected when she was trying on outfits, spoiler alert, she's going to be trying on outfits, I think, uh, episode Costumes. one or two, she, and, and she put on one that looked just like Firecat. I, I totally looked at it, and, I, and Sarah even said, that looks very superhero I go, I bet that's what she wears in the comics. And they actually did that in the first season of Jessica Jones when uh, she's trying to convince her to become a superhero. She's like, wear this, it's a silvery one piece. Yeah. She's like, no, God, no. And that is actually what she wore. She had purple hair, Jessica Jones, yeah. with that silver, you know, strapless thing. Yeah. So I. Uh, what is fire? Oh, God, yeah. What is Firecat's powers? Because she did get injected last season, Trish Walker, with the same. But basically, experimented on by the same doctor that gave Jessica her powers, but she didn't get the full treatment. So all I know is she can balance an iPhone on her foot once in a while, and she's been able to train. And she just looks like she's somebody who can do parkour. I don't know how that makes her a superhero. Does it get? Does she get stronger and better? Or am I missing something? Um. Basically, she's a very fancy parkour character. Like she's. So she's a, a cat. Oh. Picture's a cat. She lands on her feet. She can see in the dark. Oh, oh, I like well, fair enough. Yeah, that kind of thing. That's basically what she is. She uh, has cat-like reflexes. So I mean, two Plus episodes Jones. in. <laughs> yeah, but it's, uh, two episodes in. I'm, 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 I'm actually appreciating this season. I like it. Haven't seen the big bad guy yet, as far as I know. I know there's always a big bad guy, but I haven't seen it. Uh, at least I don't think I have. Uh, just know that Trish Walker. I'll tell you, as irritating as she usually is, and you told me you thought she was irritating or, or she could be. I actually, I'm liking Trish Walker in season three better than I've ever liked her so far. I, I love to hate her in this show. Yeah. And uh, you shall see. Oh, I, she I'm gets curious, even worse? Okay, I think good. She, she, and I think it's one of those, like, she gets worse. 
But it like it's not a bad thing. It's not like season two where it was like, ah, yeah. season two. And this is much better than season two, but just, I mean, obviously season one is much better. And before all of the, the geeks out there get mad at us, sorry, it was Hellcat. I, was I say, misspoke, yeah. and, oh. and, uh, and, uh, and uh, you guys just went you. along with it because you thought you, I knew what I was talking about. I was like, about. I'm trying to figure out. I'm like, that doesn't seem right. Yeah, yeah I don't know who, I don't know Hellcat. Hellcat. Yeah. Sorry, guys. All right, well, that's a whole different don't story. Don't send the emails. Hellcat, of course. <laughs> yeah, totally I, different. I don't know a whole lot about Jessica and her life. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, I'm but it looks it, it looks like for you know again the final season on Netflix. It looks yes. like. And Vicky, well, what would you give it for a scale of one to ten? Uh, I'd give it seven and a half. All right. Ooh, so all right. I mean, it's not you know, horrible. Yeah. No, I mean, just because it's, it's hard to match up to previous seasons. Yeah. Uh, I, I like any other Marvel show. I think it could have been three episodes less, but it also didn't hurt it. I think. Yeah, well, the mom the mom season wasn't that great for me. It was no. okay. Yeah. So do you, yeah. uh, do you think it was better than oh, season yeah. two? Okay, that's good enough news. Much and better. This is my problem with all the characters in the Defenders universe or whatever, is that Daredevil does it so well. The yeah, Punisher he does. Yeah. does it so yeah, well that like when you get the, the Iron Fists and the Luke Cages and the Jessica Joneses, you're like, eh. See, I feel like Luke Cage, if they were ever to do this again, like I'm predicting with Hulu at some point, Luke Cage and uh, Iron Fist should never have their own series again. It should be, you know, buddy, yeah. buddy just, cop movie. I just wish they would just do more Defender stuff. Yeah. Like, with all of them together, I liked that series. Mm-hmm. I just think Iron Fist was written poorly, and I don't like the actor. I agree. Yeah, because, I mean, completely agree. I mean, I'm a big Kung Fu fan. David Carradine's Kung Fu is a great show. Yeah. How do you F up a martial arts story where also he can kick ass and he's got an Iron Fist? How do you mess that up? They messed it up. <laughs> yeah, he's. I mean, although I do have to give Iron Fist season two credit, it was better than the first season. I didn't. Even bother. It wasn't great, no. yeah. but it was still yeah. better. <laughs> yeah. It's so weird because they have Christian Bale essentially playing Batman in the exact same role from the first Batman movie. Well, they could have yeah. just copy pasted well, it. It would have been better. Christian Bale yeah. versus. Whoever plays yeah, it. Yeah. Casted actor. Who something now, Finn, well, something yeah. Finn. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a real bummer. I just, you know, I know you needed to get a white dude because he is a white dude and in that's the what's in the comics and then he ends up becoming very steeped in the martial arts and all that as well as being the chosen one. I just, <laughs> uh, man, it's yeah. like get somebody with some skills. I just, uh, I never believed that he actually could have been anybody special. I just never I mean, believed it. I didn't believe he was special, but I definitely believe the moments when everyone's looking at him like, you're a dumb little kid, aren't you? And I believe that because he did yeah. that very well. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, moving on from that, I didn't even realize that this show was still going on. Archer yeah. is yeah. out there. Season Ar- 10. Season 10. And there are rumors whether or not this is this is or is not the last season, but they're in space, so we might talk about it more than we normally would, uh, even though it's a fantastic show. Is it really in space? Like, what's going on with this show? It, 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 a couple of seasons ago, he was shot, left for dead in a pool. There's a dreamland. And then he, and we don't know if he's hallucinating. But he uh, basically, I mean, oh, we, no, we, no, not Dreamland. That's yeah, okay. well, Dreamland actually was the first season of him being hallucinating. Yes. Yeah, and he went back to you know he became like a 1930s detective, and then in the last season he was in the jungles. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. Like this year like he's in random. space. I, I kind of love he's it just because in a coma probably really is what's going on. They have the same characters. They use the same characters, same personalities, but they switch it up. Like in Dreamland, Pam was a dude, which 
yeah. fit. Like, it worked out. I'm like, wait, is this supposed to be a dude or a chick? I mean, it doesn't matter. It's Pam. Years ago on the podcast, I made a big rant about how they shot and killed him off and that the series should die there. And they were, you guys were like, no, they're never going to kill it off. They can't. Well, here I am telling you, you were right. <laughs> yeah. They did not stop. No, I, they didn't. I look at it like this. Pam actually right now is a sort of like a Hulk thing looking creature in space. <laughs> and so that's who Pam is this that's, year. That's Pam? Like, yeah. I've seen some stills and I'm like, that is hilarious. Well, at least Krieger's back to looking like he's human again anyway instead of a parrot uh, which he was, he was a last parrot? he was a parrot last season oh yeah it was wow. great yeah. Um, I will tell you this it's like the Simpsons it's like family guy you know there are people that are always going to love those shows and want to see new episodes myself I can't tell you the last Simpsons or family guy episode I watched that doesn't mean they're still not being you know done well you just end up going you know what I've had X amount of seasons of this I'm done uh, I was that way with Shameless I love the show Shameless but I haven't seen the last two seasons because I kind of was like I think I'm done I've seen five, six seasons of this, I get what's going to happen. The Gallagher's are dysfunctional. You know, I mean, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and so I feel like it's the same thing with Archer, but I still love Archer. I just, I, I, H. John Benjamin's voice work, yeah. uh, Jessica Walters, I just, I just love those characters that I don't care where they put them, I enjoy it. And I think at that point, it's funny because you talk about H. John Benjamin, and I, I love his voice acting, but I get my fix via Bob's Burgers. And that's one of those ones where all just and, like... And I, and I Yeah, I got fatigued by that show. That doesn't mean it's still not a good show. Exactly. And that's kind of where I was, too. And I hear it's just a lot more musicals. There's a lot of musical stuff with it, which I can understand why people... That's the effect, I think. You know what I think? Well, they did like a musical episode here or there. And I know they did little clips, but they did full-on musical ones. And I feel like they got a lot of success from those. Yeah. So they're like, oh, okay, you like this. Let's give a lot. Yeah, don't worry. Gene's heading to uh, Broadway there. Yeah, I I just say this. I'm savvy enough and know myself enough that I don't blame a show for me not liking it anymore. I will have my own expiration date on things in life. Oh, and when, when people criticize a show going, it's not like it used to be, they never look in the mirror and go, well, maybe your tastes have changed and it's just that this show's not for you anymore. That doesn't mean it's not a great show for people who still love it. Wow, look at that. Having a nice tempered response to geekdom. I, yeah, I wish more people would be like that because they don't keep bad shows on television unless they're making some money. Yeah. So you know some people still gotta be loving these shows. And it's interesting because I know I remember back in the day, back in the day, yeah. when we didn't have a whole lot of geeky stuff, it would be it would make sense to criticize because this was all you would get, especially on television. You're right, Rev. I would still be watching a lot of these shows, except there's so much out there that's yeah. getting my attention. I got no room for The Simpsons, Family Guy, or Bob's Burgers anymore because I'm watching all these other new shows. Absolutely. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Like, I, mean, it's, I, just, it's, I mean, it's a good problem to have. Exactly. And that's the best part. It's like people are like, you need to watch this. You need to watch this. And it's like, well, if it doesn't resonate with us, I'm glad you're out there and you're enjoying it. And that's why we call this the Geek Nation, because we, as the four of us, can't watch everything. It's and just I, yeah. impossible. I try, man. Yeah. And for, and for me, Archer still actually does hit that button of funny for me. And I still always make an appointment to watch it. I've watched all the seasons and it still works for me. Uh, but I understand how other people could go. Yeah. You know what? I think after season five, I was done. Nice. Uh, Moving on, we need to talk some video games. What? And this is something that I didn't necessarily know what was going on. Joe was like, hey, have you heard of this? And I was was clearly just like, I was like, huh? What are you talking about? What's he talking about? What's going on with Dota? All right. Well, so my roommate is a big gamer and in the gaming industry. Okay. And you guys know Dota as probably one of the more popular MOBAs. Yes. The the multiplayer online battle arenas. And and now this Dota started, what, as a Warcraft offshooty? 
kind of thing? What what the it hell was it? It was a game it? mod, yep. yeah. Meaning it was just a custom game built into the Warcraft 3 game that someone made, and it blew up, and now they have, you know, million-dollar tournaments left and right. And this it paved the way for stuff like League of Legends and any of those. Like, this is what made these be able to be even close to being popular. And what do you call the genre of this? Because I do remember the StarCraft and the Warcrafts. What kind of game is that called that, that, that basically... MOBA. It's uh, the MOBA. But, I mean, it's a, so it's a MOBA, which is a uh, mobile... What's the, what's the stand for? Uh, the Massive, Massive Online, Online uh, Battle Arena. Battle Arena. Battle Arena. And I remember the world... Of, I remember the StarCraft Warcraft universes that you'd build up your resources and then build your units yeah. up. And, and what is this similar? It's sort of, except you are... Instead of having to build the buildings in order to, uh, you know, create things and produce them, you're just going there to destroy your enemies, ones that have already been built. Ah. So you have to push your army and your little dudes who are the creeps to uh, take on and destroy the towers and then finally destroy their ultimate tower to win the game. So you remember StarCraft. That's an RTS, which is a real-time strategy game. And you Command and Conquer for you yeah, folks. Remember yep, that one? Yep. Very similar, yeah. So that's, that, that is a, a game based off resource management and your ability to uh, macro, which is to move unit or micro, which is to move units and control them while you're also building resources and income. I and was stuff. never very good at that. Yeah, micro macro is one of the hardest things you're ever going to do in a game. As my son showed me when he was like 12 years old. And <laughs> killed, continue after I would his. just build things and then people would attack me. It's like, stop attacking me. And they're like, oh, play he, the Sims, He, he would give dork. me a 20-minute head start and he would go, I won't build a thing. You can build whatever you want for 20 minutes and I will still come over and kill everybody in your town. Multitasking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I couldn't do it. So StarCraft was the big one. Warcraft 3... Same idea, except they gave the idea of putting hero units into the game, which gave you the same RTS strategy, but then you also have a specific hero unit that is more stronger, and you can kind of build up and level up. Mm-hmm. So Dota was essentially took that idea, removed the real-time strategy and macroing, and then kind of more based it on the heroes. Yeah, so, just wanted you to beat up hero versus hero sort of thing. Yeah, which was really cool. So that spawned Dota. Dota is essentially just that. It's literally you build five characters, you know, you're one, your friends are all one, and then you all fight over and over you play hour-long games, and it's crazy. So what spawned from that is very interesting. I call this the online mobile game version of Dota, which is auto chess. So you guys know chess. Yes. Okay. Right? Each player gets a board. Well, instead of getting pieces, what if you built heroes? So essentially, it's like a tower defense meets chess where you draft oh. heroes every round, place them on a chess board, and then they fight the other units by via computer, essentially. That reminds me, wow. um, and BJ will remember this, Battle Chess. Oh, yeah. Where it was the chess game, but when you broke down to it, and it would be a pawn would go to try to take the pawn, but then they would fight. Yeah. And then it would be, well, yeah. the winner will take the piece, and sometimes you would get screwed, and you're like, no, my bishop should be killing this pawn, but unfortunately... And we've all learned you never play that game with a Wookiee. <laughs> <laughs> Not if you want to keep your arm. Wookiee always wins. So they've decided to take this. Now, is this available on Steam only, or is it also for mobile? Steam and mobile. Okay, okay. Very popular on mobile right now. I really? would say 8 to 1, maybe. Wow. wow. Yeah. So really? Battle Chess has made a comeback. It is very deep, because what it does is it takes the auto chess system, same kind of idea, right? But it also puts this, like, not gambling, but drafting kind of in it, almost like a card game, except that you're drafting towers, and you have a timer. You only have 30 seconds in between your rounds to do all your, your choosing, and then you can get items by defeating certain waves during the game, and there's an infinite amount of ways based on players and you'll see a list of players to your left it's usually eight people they're going to have custom games where you can play all your friends games take about maybe 30 minutes to an hour depending on how good they all are and 
it's so different because they can change the heroes that they put in the game, and because you only see five at a time, and you have to spend your resources to see more heroes, that every game is different, because oh. you don't always get the same hero pool. And the only way to upgrade your units, because you keep one or two or three units as the game goes on, is to get more of that unit. Well, it turns out there are different levels of units, so if you want a level one unit and you're all the way at level eight, it's going to be harder to see that character because there's going to be more units. I am going to keep my eye on the board game industry because tower defense genre is very popular in the board game industry, yeah. and if this is going to be as popular as Joe says it is, there's no way some company <laughs> is maybe like, you know, like, come on, which I now think Simon wants to be called is come on now. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, somebody is going to go, all right, well, look at all these great things. Look at this great property. We're going to put out a board game because uh, tower defense is a popular genre in board games. And the games seem to be go, go pretty quick, correct? Uh, 30 minutes to an hour, Okay, actually. Okay, so about yeah. the same time as a Dota game would be, maybe a little bit shorter. Characters yeah. that I can program, different ways I can draft characters, every game is different, all these different... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Someone, someone's going to turn this into a board game. Mobile Fortnite kind of like exploded the idea of what mobile games can be and how long they can be, because normally you think of like Clash Royale or something where they're like one yeah. or two minutes. Yeah. Well, uh, something that we don't really understand so much in the States is that, for instance, in China, or something like that, they commute a lot longer. They get on their bullet trains and they go for half hour to an hour. So people oh. play these games on their phone all the time. Wow. So this whole, the, I did not know how big this thing was going to be because Auto Chess is pretty new, to be quite honest. It's, it's still in there, essentially their open beta for Dota Underworld is the one we're talking about. Yeah. League of Legends already also released one. Yes. It, I believe it's called Team Fight Tactics. Same idea as mm-hmm. an Auto Chess. So now I'm wondering, like, is everyone going to try to create an auto chess? Because it's very easy and it's very good for mobile. This reminds me a lot yeah. of the Battleground Explosion, which I've just recently seen going all the way to Fallout 76. They have their own BG. We talked about recently with Nuclear Winter. Any sort of trend, uh, especially a fad game like this, is going to blow up and it's going to be up to the companies to make sure that they stick around or if it's just going to be kind of a money grab sort of thing. But you seem to be having a lot of fun playing it. Dota is a great idea to have for this because there's already so much depth in their game and they have like 140 characters but the way the game is designed kind of like in chess you can only have so many pieces active at one time yeah. so they can switch out characters as they go to keep the game fresh that's cool so the fact that it's on mobile means like an old guy like me that can never ever manipulate controllers in such a great way to be able to be competitive uh, which was always my problem in a lot of games like that uh, real time strategy it, 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 so this is mobile so my inability to really f- to operate controllers <laughs> that won't be an issue? Yeah, it, it's all click-based, so you can just use your fingers, and the way... Oh, and boy. Because it's turn-based, essentially all you're beating is the clock. So oh once you boy. know what you've done, you just go click, 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 click. Like, imagine if you just dragged a pawn onto the board, a pawn oh onto the board, and a queen onto the board, boy. and then there you just you said go. fight. Yeah. That's all you have to do. You mean my son and I might be playing video games again together? <laughs> yeah, well, I'm pretty sure he'll still wreck you. Oh, that's a, that's a given. <laughs> but, I mean, if I have a fighting chance, I used to think I had a fighting chance with StarCraft back I, in the day. I love it. You can just search for Auto-Chess. It's out there, Dota. It's really easy it. to find. It. I mean, seriously, like, there's a ton of Twitch channels I just checked. So, uh, awesome on that. Keep me up on that one, Joe. Yeah. And now, finally, it is time for the Geek Sheet with Vicky B. Vicky, what's going on? So it's been a hot minute since I've done this, and Uh-oh. we're gonna do it. Memes. Memes. Yeah, oh, of it's been a quote unquote hot minute. I, well, since I've done a dump, a meme dump, if you will, and I have <laughs> to, I need to clear space off my phone. If you're okay. on Imgur, you know what a meme dump is. I know. Yes. So let's do some <laughs> interactive ones. Let's find your 
book title? My book title. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Is this like your like porn name where it's like your dog in the street you lived on or something? Something like that. Okay. All right. What month were you born? Uh, May. All right. It starts with happy endings. Oh, The last dear. letter of your last name. Uh, N. Happy endings, Frida Cowell, and then the day of your birth? Uh... The date or the day? Day. Day? So the fourth. Fourth, yes. Other big round things. So you are Happy Endings, Frida Cowell, and other big round things. <laughs> that wow. sounds, again, like maybe the title of a, an erotic uh, yeah. novel. I feel big like round yeah. things. you take Frida Cowell out and add something else, like maybe Thanos, and I feel like yeah. that might fit you better. Thanos, Thanos is big, round, big round, thing. round things. No, no, no. We don't need to worry about that. Oh, you, they're talking about the stones. I was thinking Not his, those stones. But dunk a oh. dunk. The, oh. the infinity stones. The infinity oh. spheres. Oh, dear. <laughs> Joey. Mm. Hi. What month were you born? November. All right. I'm, I'm going to wait till the very end to say the whole thing now. Uh, last letter of your last name. Z. Z? Oh, I. I. Hi. I was like, what? <laughs> uh, and then the day of your birthday. Uh, You're the seventh. seventh, right? So I was Jesus. thinking like Monday, and I'm like, yeah, I know, that's why I was yeah. trying to be like, oh, I don't know what day. <laughs> that's my problem yeah. there, too. Yeah. So. so yours is popularity, the end of the world, and other statistical improbabilities. <laughs> that's yeah, actually that's that's not bad. That's a pretty good one. Mine was right. terrible, but his was I good. I like big round things, Woo. and I cannot lie. <laughs> Mr. BJ, what month were you born? Septiembre. Uh, last letter of your last name? A. Of your last name? A. 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 BJ Shay. Oh, sorry. G A. Hello. I was, I was going by your uh, your maiden name. Sorry. Thank you. Doofus? <laughs> yes. Uh, and day of your birthday? It would be 01. Okay, so cake, the sun, and other loose ends. <laughs> it does sound about me. S-U-N or S-O-N? Yeah. S-U-N. Okay. It does sound about me. I like the sun and I like cake. Uh, that was actually my, good. Mine would be summertime, um, spy, summertime spies and... Other bad ideas. <laughs> yeah, that's about you. <laughs> that sounds about right, too, on that one. <laughs> Summertime spies and other bad ideas. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, wow. I'll post, post, yeah, yeah. I'll post it definitely. You guys check it out and please tell us what is yours. And until next time, stay nerdy. Your inner geek wants to come out and play. But where to go? Join Vernon Wells, the ultimate club where you and your fellow geeks can hang out, play games, and just nerd out 24-7. Whether you love RPGs, video games, or are just a major fan of sci-fi and geek culture, Vernon Wells has something for everyone. Let your geek flag fly at Vernon Wells. Sign up today and see for yourself. VNW.club. That's VNW.club.